0: Welcome to the Shohaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. want to start off, if we put the first slide up, I want to start off my preach tonight asking a pretty simple question. Why are you here? Like, why are you here tonight? The church is one of the most attacked Organizations in the world. I'd even go so far as to say one of the most hated organizations in the world. Postmoderns, as young adults and below, reject organized religion. Atheists mock the concept of the church. Movies and sitcoms make fun of the church. Non Christians attack the church to justify why they won't deal with the God question that their internal thoughts are screaming out to them. It's full of hypocrites, they say. The church is just after your money. And we are. Besides McDonald's and every other organization that you engage with. Backslidden Christians attack the church to justify their position. I felt judged. You don't need to go to church to get into heaven. They're all hypocrites anyway. There's no love in the church anymore. Christians increasingly busy find the time to go to church hard. Hard. Church movements attack each other. The Baptists hate the Pentecostals. The Pentecostals hate the Anglicans. The Anglicans hate everyone. I mean, it's just confusing. There are some genuinely bad churches. Westboro Baptist Church in the States is a bad church. If you don't know what Westboro Baptist Church is, it's a church of, they're not Baptists, but they're extreme and they're the ones that picket soldiers' funerals saying, God hates fags and uh, God is killing your sons because of judgment on America. Like this is if you don't know about Westboro Baptist, church, they are a bad church. Then there's a demonic aspect of the attack on churches. Society in general has had some bad experience with churches. The sexual abuse in the sixties, seventies, and eighties and the cover up, bad experience. The moral failure of some high church, high profile church leaders, both in America and Australia. So why are you here? Like I've just given you ten reasons to not be here. Probably not a good time to end the sermon for me right now. <laughs> Unlikely to ever be asked back. I want to declare that I love the local church. Let me give you a quick few scriptures. Matthew 16:17 says, and I say also to you that Peter, you are on uh, that, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell. Shall not prevail against it. Psalm one hundred twenty-two, one. I was glad when they said unto me, "Let us go up into the house of the Lord." Acts twelve, fifteen. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Acts twenty, twenty-eight. Therefore, take heed of yourselves and all the flock, amongst which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which He purchased with His own blood. Ephesians 1 22 And God placed all things under His feet and appointed Him to be head over everything for the church. So I started brainstorming reasons why I love the church. And I came up with 22. So strap yourselves in. I won't get through the whole 22, but let's start. Reasons why I love the church. Number one, there is a dimension of God that you can only get in community. Matthew 18 and verse 20 says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst. Where two or three gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst. The disciples said to Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. And Jesus goes, okay, here we go. Our Father. So when when Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray, he said, you meet God in the midst of community. That there's a there's a horizontal relationship that, that increases in authority as we have the vertical relationship with the Father. So knowing that, I love coming to church because I'm going to get more of God in or, or a different dimension of God here than I will in my quiet time tomorrow morning. So if you think you don't need the church, you're wrong because this is where community happens. Second reason why I love the church. It keeps the influence of society's deification of the individual at bay as I understand that I'm part of the body of Christ. The world will tell you, you are the all-powerful individual. That it's all about you. You're awesome. It, it's about your rights, what you think. Everybody else has to bow down to, to because you are you. And that's, I mean, worship you. What I love about community and church is I come in here to church and I am one little piece of everything that happens in this church. Now, I don't know about Shell Harbor Community Church, but one time at Narrow City Church, we we worked out how many people it took to put on a Sunday morning service. And it was 63. For the children's church workers, the cafe workers, the deacons, the worship team, the the sound guys, uh, the, uh, the, the guys that help in the office to produce newsletters and, and all the kind of things that happen midweek to kind of, Make some sixty-three. This church would be similar. So it's a it's a team effort. And so we come in and we are together, we are team. And to me that keeps the the, the the fact that it's all about me in society at bay. Because we understand that we meet God in community. One Corinthians twelve and verse twelve says, Just as the body, though one has many parts but all its many parts form one body so it is with Christ in other words there's no part of my body that that is more important than than, than that that's like can live by itself I mean I can't cut my finger off and go okay well you just go over there and you just you just do you do Peter over there and we'll do the rest of Peter here it doesn't work it's got to work I mean I mean this is an, a, a, I mean it's awesome I get that I'm a lot like Mark Hunter very skinny but the reality is that th- this body works well when it works in unity this body works well when it works in unity third reason why I love the church is there is access to God's power that is only found in the symphony of church Matthew 18 19, and again I say to you if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven now the word agreed there is the, the the word symphonia we get the english word symphony from it now if you go to a symphony and you're there and you're you get in there a little bit early and all of them are, are, play, are warming up their instruments it is a horrendous sound i mean it sounds like a car wreck i mean it's just horrendous then the conductor gets up and he points his little bat on and starts doing this and there's symphony because they're in agreement. They're all on the same page. They're all the same note. They're all the same bar and there's this incredible symphony of music that is pleasant to the ears. And when Christians come together in that place of agreement, it's like as we're all pulling into the car park there, it's like this you know, awful sound. And we come in here and there's agreement in worship, there's agreement in faith, there's agreement around communion, there's agreement around giving, there's this great symphony that God says, right in that place, that place of agreement, that symphonia, I am going to command power. So like my first point about I get a dimension of God uh, at more at church than what I can in my quiet time, the same thing when it comes to power. Why do I love the church? Number four, the habit of going to church is like bumper bowling. Keeps me on the straight and narrow. You know, I've been going to church for 46 years. Now, I know a lot of you thought I was only 37. I first went to church when I was 10 days old. And I've been going to church ever since. Twice on a Sunday, for 46 years. My parents used to take us to church on holidays. And then I grew up and inflicted that on my children. And so, all through through church, all through my life, I've gone to church. But you know what that means? The ebbs and flows of life. Because sometimes, I don't feel like being a Christian. Sometimes, when I was senior pastor of Narrow City Church, I didn't feel like preaching. I didn't feel like going to church. But I've never ever, and I've said this to myself, I'm never getting up on a Sunday morning and deciding on Sunday morning whether I'm going to church. Sundays, in my in the Pilt family, Sundays equals church. That's just it. And this is before I was paid to go to church. Because even on holidays, Sundays equals church. Church and so when I when I raised my children when we first my child was, was just a communicable age about two I used to say the Pilt family go to church and on a Saturday night we would pray Lakeisha and I would pray and we would pray for the church and pray for souls to be saved and all that kind of deal and we did that every single week that the Pilt family go to church my girls never ever ever asked to stay home from church because in their brain pilt the pilt family or sundays equal church that's just the deal now Lakeisha, we've left Lakeisha in Nara. we've moved to the gold coast you know where Lakeisha is tonight church you know why because sundays equals church it doesn't matter how you feel it doesn't matter whether i'm feeling good about life whether i'm feeling good about god good about anything i go to church on sunday and it's just a great guide. number five why i love church because i sit under the spiritual authority and i love that protection Ephesians 1 and verse 22 says, And God placed all things under His feet and appointed Him to be head over everything for the church. There is a cover. There is spiritual authority in the local church. And I can come to church and I can sit under that covering. And, and for, for, uh, for Christians, that's awesome. Because there's a dimension of that protection. There's, a, there's an authority line. There's a structure that happens in the spirit realm and we sit under that authority. Number six, why do I love the church? Because the synergy of what church does makes me feel good. I was watching the news today and they're talking about the climate, the new climate agreement uh, over in Paris. And I'm not going to talk a little bit about that because it could be controversial. But one of the things they did was they got, they got a journalist in a plane and they said uh, that they would kind of make a case for climate change and they were saying that, the, that one of the, the battle areas of, of climate change is Vanuatu and they flew over Vanuatu and they said, you know, there was this massive cyclone and now it's in drought and, and, and they're flying over that and they're kind of showing all that stuff. And I, I, I'm thinking, and I'm about to preach in a church that's actually being part of that solution. And I thought, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you guys can look at that, that thing and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. We can say, oh, you know, that's bad on TV. No, no. You guys are actually over there feeding people in a drought rebuilding houses rebuilding churches I had a meeting this morning with David in Mercedes he's going over the day after Christmas or a couple of days after Christmas and taking Shell Harbour community church money to buy rice to feed people now I reckon that's awesome yeah. why do I love going to church? because it feeds me spiritually we had a great service this morning Suzanne preached an amazing amazing message fantastic and I'm sitting there, and I'm I mean, she's talking about you know truth and reality and 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 just just expounding the scripture. I'm just sitting there, just going, "This is cool." I mean, where else can you go and just get like these lectures, just talking about faith and stirring you up? And I mean, it was it was awesome this morning. And I love church because it feeds me spiritually. Whether whether I'm the preacher or not, I still get, fed, I get like I'll get stuff out of my sermon. Uh, but if I'm not preaching, I love that because I get I get more even more out as as the, the word of God's expounded. You should always take notes in sermons. Now, I'm not looking at anyone. Always take notes in sermons. You know what I do? I, I always take notes in sermons. One, because if you ink it, you think it. So just by sitting there typing it on your, your iPad or whatever, it's going into your brain and out through your fingers. It helps you retain it. But secondly then, tomorrow morning when I get up to do my quiet time, I can just open my iPad and go, let's have a look at the sermon yesterday. What, what's, what was God speaking to me out of the sermon yesterday that I can meditate on? And I only need one thought that I can meditate on, Holy Ghost can start to, to expound scripture, and, and, and I've got my quiet time then set up for the week. It's a no brainer. Must take notes. Number eight, why do I love the local church? Because it helps me feel, fulfill the 24 one another's in the New Testament. Now, I'm, I'm on Facebook, and if we're not Facebook friends, why, why aren't we Facebook friends? Come on. Talking with Gary Hetherington and Patrick Steele uh, before the service. And but I don't think we've ever met face-to-face, Patrick. Gary, I think you and I have one time about 45 years ago. Uh, but we're both Facebook friends, and we, the three of us knew what we're all up to. Because social media is fantastic. And what was my point? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't actually trolling for more Facebook friends, but, I mean, if you wanted. Anyway. Um, but you, I often get backslidden Christians say, well, you know what? You don't need to go to church to be a Christian. Great. So, the 24 one another's in the New Testament, how do you fulfill those if you're at home on a Sunday having your own kumbaya session? Let's run through a few of them. Um, except, I won't go through the scriptures. So I'll just run through them really quickly just so you get the concept. Accept one another, admonish one another, bear one another's burdens, Bear with one another, build one another up, care for one another, comfort one another, confess your faults to one another, be devoted to one another, encourage one another, forgive one another, greet one another, be honest with one another, honor one another, be hospitable to one another, be kind to one another, love one another, members of one of another, pray for one another, be of the same mind with one another, serve one another, spur on one another, and submit to one another. You cannot do that alone. So, technically, yep, you got me you don't need to go to church to get to heaven. But if you want to live a rich and fulfilled biblical Christian walk, then you do need to go to church. Number nine, why I love the local church. I love what God loves. You know, I've got this this theory in life. Rather than, than me do something and go, oh God, would you bless this? I just work out where God's blessing and just go and join myself to it. It means that I have to pray less for the blessing of God because He's already blessing it. So it's the same with love what God loves. I love the local church. Uh, The Bible says in Ephesians 5 verse 25, husbands love your wives, which is a good point. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave Himself for it. Now, if this was a marriage seminar, I would would interpret that as husbands, you've got to buy flowers for your wife. But it's not, so forget the first five words. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So just join yourself with what God's joined himself to. He loves the local church. Number 10. We're halfway through. I'm involved in a 2,000-year-old relay race, and right now I'm carrying the baton. Hand it to me from my parents' generation, and I will hand it to my children's generation. All four of my grandparents were Holy Ghost Pentecostals. My mum and my dad were served in the Anglican Church but were spirit-filled. They were missionaries in PNG. Uh, they, I have three, three good sisters, uh, and we all grew up in the church. Now I hand it to Lakeisha and, and Laura, and again, LaKeisha's now on her own, and she's now church, and she'll hand it to her kids, uh, her her boyfriend, and possibly future husband. Don't say anything to those that know that I've now that I've now endorsed them from the platform. But anyway, but he grew up in a in a Christian home, and his his grandparents are Christian, and so it's multi generational. And and I love the fact that right now I'm carrying the banner, but at some point I'll go to glory, and I'll have carried the banner. And it's a 2,000-year-old relay race that was handed to me from my parents. I handed Laura, uh, LaKeisha, LaKeisha, I'll hand it on. And I love that I'm something bigger, of, part of something that's bigger than just the 80 years that I'm going to live on this planet. Why do I love the church? Church is fantastic for my children. Speaking of LaKeisha, here is LaKeisha worship leading at Nara City Church. And she is gorgeous and beautiful. And I love the fact that, you know, as senior pastor, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to just build a church that my kids wanted to go to. Stuff everyone else as long as my kids get saved. Okay. <laughs> Don't stuff everyone else. I love them as well. But it was great when Lakeisha wanted to join the worship team at 12. And Laura, as, even as a young child at, at seven and eight, were, was serving in kids' church. And, you know, some church. Uh, oh no. well some churches have rules. You know, your kids can't get involved here and kids can't do this and kids can't do that. I love the fact this morning that, that young kids, young children were baptized. I reckon that's awesome. Because we need to encourage our children to love Jesus before the world encourages them not to. So good job on getting baptized, Rochelle. Number 13, we'll just do a couple more. Why, reason why I love the, the church, the local church. Number 12, Great friendships church is a great place to be loved and encouraged I've got great friendships Tracy and Craig came up from Berry last week to hear me preach they were part of Narrow City Church when I was there and they came back tonight oh I'm feeling the love man Kim and Levi over there uh, now part of this church moved to Kiama now part of this church I married them they were the last wedding that I did before I left Narrow City Church beautiful wedding Gatta Estate Winery Beautiful bride and groom, but long-term friendships. And I love that about church. I said this last week to to the, the morning service. I love coming here because I've known lots of people for a long time. And I, I did mention Leo Fetter, uh, who I him and I worked together on a Bill Newman Crusade back in nineteen ninety five. Tell you a funny story. We're having a meeting after church last night, last Sunday night. Suzanne and Rachel and Ian. And you know, I'm talking about how I feel amongst friends in this church and I said, you know, and I, I you know, Leo fed her and and then Suzanne goes, That's my dad and I went, oh, glad I didn't say anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> Missed by that much. I mean, not that there's anything bad to say, but that could have been really nasty. Oh, yeah, I remember Leo back in ninety five, you know, he's drinking and smoking and No, he wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I love church because I get to to pray and be prayed for. Like Mark. Mark goes out and, and you know, there's, a, there's an apostolic anointing being sent out. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, those that are being sent, lay hands on them and send them out. So even though it was like a three-minute deal up here tonight, what happens in the spirit realm is beyond our comprehension to understand that the authority of the man of God sending out a disciple that's going out into the mission field and being sent and released by the church community don't underestimate the power of that number 14 why I love the local church to break bread together in the Lord's Supper as we remember Christ's death and resurrection we'll skip down a couple as I wrap up as the music come back number 18 I, find, I, I, I love church because I find church inspiring. Because we need an alternative to the constant messages of a culture that ignores God. I love the fact that church inspires me. That, that I can be inspired. Tonight you're being inspired in your church attendance. Last Sunday, last Sunday morning, I preached on being inspired in your thinking and, and, and being positive and, and thinking great things and, 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 and uh, great thoughts about all the different areas. It, it, it's inspiration. It comes out of the Word of God. It's, it's inspirational. And I love the fact that, that we can come to church and at times we can have a hard week at church, a uh, hard week at, at in, in, in the world, but come here and be inspired in life. Number 19, why I love church, I, and I honor God. I'm honoring God want to come to church. Exodus 20 verse 8 and 10. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Last one and I'll finish with a story. 21. I love church. I love being involved in a church wide organism. Sorry, a worldwide organism where membership provides an instant connection. Let me finish with a story. I know the guy, a, a guy called Hans Cunnan. He is a uh, high-level economist with Colonial First State, and he has about 30 billion dollars under his control of, of managed funds. He was at an economics uh, or economist conference uh, in the World Trade Center on the day that it was hit by the planes, and so he was actually in a, a lower level when the the plane when the plane actually flew into the tower, uh, the second plane. The the first first one he was kind of in the process of being evacuated and then he was in the building when the <coughs> when the the next one hit he said to the to the guys I need to go up to my room and get my passport my wallet because he left it all up there and they said no you can't use the lifts uh, you've just got to evacuate so he he then started walking down to the Staten Island island ferry and because he didn't know what was going to happen and there was panic and, and then of course he, st- he said we we're at the ferry and we just heard this boom 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 as the the floors were crunching down on each other as the, the place fell and then it's like filled with dust and and he said that the the atmosphere and the somberness and he said it was just he, he, he said it, it's haunting and then he, he said and what do i do i don't have a passport i don't have any money and i don't know anybody in new york he said he was just at a loss as to know where to go, what to do. He didn't have his mobile phone with him, nothing. Sits, gets on the ferry, sits down and starts talking to the lady beside him. The lady's a Christian. Hans is a Christian. They get talking. She says, come home, stay with my husband and I. We'll sort you out. We'll give you some cash. We'll work out what to do with your passport. And so right then and there, what w- it wasn't just the fact that they were both in trouble. It was the fact that it was Christianity. And I found I can go anywhere around the world and Christians, we're brother and sister. And, and I love the fact that there's that worldwide organ, the worldwide connection. That's why I love the local church. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the local church. Father, for, in this case, Shell Harbor Community Church. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we, uh, for all those reasons, and Lord, even some of the ones I missed out, Lord, for those 22 reasons. Lord, we love the local church, God. We are passionate about the local church, Father. We want to stir others up, Father, in our our passion for or for their passion for the local church, God. We want to we want to see people saved. We want to see people grow in 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 their faith. We want to see our children stirred up, and that they would grow up and church Sunday equals church. And as every head's bowed and every eye's closed, maybe there's some people here today that don't know Jesus. You don't go to church. Now, accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour in your life doesn't bind you to come to church. It doesn't bind you to this church. It's about relationship. But when you're in relationship with Jesus, you've got to find yourself a good church, and this is certainly a good one. So is there anybody just, I want to just give the opportunity. Is there anybody who would say, Peter, pray for me. I need Jesus in my life as my Lord and Saviour. I'd love to pray with you and just lead you through a prayer of you accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Is there anybody here tonight Father, we speak a blessing over this church, Lord, over the leadership, Father, over the congregation. God, that they would have an awesome week this week. Father, in the lead up to Christmas, God, keep the church safe. God, as people go away on holidays, go travel with family, God, keep them safe, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Rachel.